Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Quad City sports fans of all ages, Nacho Radio and Bar Wars Trivia is proud to present to you the best Quad City sports podcast in the world. Earl? With the bat signal guy that I call because I didn't do right the right schedule. Listen, all right. I can't believe it's day two and T-Roy refuses to do anything but TV now. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's, that's what this is? That's what it is. Yeah. The TV's too big for podcasts now. He's too big for Facebook. The OG on the marquee, Jaybird, and the cat who runs a chat with the stat, Statman Serge. Hi, guys. Hi, Serge. We are. Hey, Don't hassle us. We're local. We're not a Quad City Sports Podcast. We're not the Quad City Sports Podcast. We are your Quad City Sports Podcast. It is May 7th. Monday, May 7th, 2018. Whoa. Oh, buddy. And uh, we got a lot to talk about. Yeah, T-Roy's missing. He's out, he's out at the Wapsie Valley. He's, he's chaperoning a field trip for toddlers. Nice. Yeah, Wapsie Valley for toddlers? Yeah. I feel like him uh, chaperoning a trip for toddlers is like a movie that should be made. Yeah. It's his destiny in a way. Yeah. I get to go to do a field trip to the Family Museum tomorrow for kindergartners nice. after the show. So it'll be a lot of fun. A lot happening this weekend. A lot going on. Uh, and stuff happening tonight. Um, uh, Nick, follow along here. I mean, obviously, you watch the NBA. Yeah. You saw the Cubs get swept. Yeah. That's not good. It's not the sad. Chicago got swept by the Cardinals. Oh. It's, it's game 30, Jay. Like, what, are we going to do this already? Are you really worried about the Cardinals? Cardinal fans are doing it. Of course they are, because <laughs> this is what they got. This is the you, highlight of their, their year. We'll get to, we'll get to that uh Weekend, the eight you little dogs won the Iowa City Slugfest. Everybody's tournament. been talking about it. That's and all over on the news. It's all over ESPNs. Yeah, and I luckily nailed all eleven and actually twelve girls' names. Oh, you got them all. Nice. Yeah. Nice. It, we, it, it was like a, a lot of practice, like Goodwill Hunting. That's one of the most Tommy, important. Tommy, Joey, uh, Ricky. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's one of the most important parts of yeah. youth coaching is remembering everybody's names. That's right. You know how I just did it by uh, pitcher to catcher all the way around. Yeah. Yeah, but I yeah the whole time I it's all I could think about is Goodwill Hunting, got, Tommy, Joey, Maddie, six brothers. <laughs> Same again, Tommy, Joey, Maddie, Peter. Can I meet your brothers? That, that, made, that made me nervous. When he started at the look <laughs> on my face. I was like, "Oh, you're going for yeah, it." Yeah, and then when we watched it later, Tiffany was like, "Oh, you didn't name everybody. You missed one." And I was like, "No, I got him." And then I had to look back over and do it. But no, that was nice of Vasco, who was on the show on Friday, to uh, bring us in the studio. Let's talk about the show going into uh, the radio and whatnot. Did you get them all tuned up? No. <laughs> no, man. We just uh, we hung out. It was all a good right. time. All right. Damn. It's a nice Friday on the QC. So, and then you had the Kentucky Derby on Saturday. Oh, horse racing's biggest night. <laughs> yeah, it is. The best two minutes in sports. Is it? It really is. I understand people say that, but is it really? It was quite a race. Okay. I, we'll, we'll get your coverage of I, that. I think that's a play on words. It's like... Only two minutes long, so it's the biggest two minutes in sports. Well, I understand that plan words, but even even as in a two minute segment, there's bigger two minutes in sports. There can be. It's uh, it's really boastful from the horse racing people. That's all I'm saying. I feel horseshit justified. Oh. Go on. That I picked the winner. Okay. All right. I understand it was the favorite, but I. Did research but, everything else. I mean, there were other ones out there. Was the boss, was your, Dave was your, Labora. Was your, was your research like, this guy's the favorite. I'm going to bet him. No, no, it wasn't. Because actually, for that like, that, that's, that's the sixth favorite yeah. in, a row, in a row to win. The sixth one. No, and I don't think I've picked one every year. I, I've when, not picked the favorite. When is parody going to come back to horse racing, Jay? It, it, well, this is the other thing. It, it wasn't, even though he's the favorite, a uh, horse that didn't race as a two-year-old hadn't won since 1882. It was the Curse of the Apollo. Curse of Apollo. Creed? No, the horse that won it in 1882. No, the actual horse that last. That's a longer streak than the Cubs. Not winning a World Series. No, wait, whatever. All right. Yeah. My 1882. Good for that horse, Jay. <laughs> the UAE horse still hasn't won. Lavora says. Uh, he wanted my boy Jack. So he was way off, too. And my boy Jack started off the day at 30 to 1. And it was 6 to 1 at post. He quoted you said, I took the favorite. I have a gift. 
Yeah. <laughs> I did more. He just just because no, he, he picked he picked a he picked a, a favorite too. That horse was thirty to one and it was six to one at post. So everyone else was in on that. People are in on Mendelssohn. That thing came in dead last. And that horse was fast. Every horse is my in, favorite. It won in UA it won the UAE and I said Mendelssohn's in trouble. It was dead last. So I picked the favorite. So what? I also picked Audible to show, so I made money there too. Take that. Why are you yelling at me? About I don't know. Like, what, what is this? Because it's not easy. It's Thanks for showing horses. up today. Now I'm going to yell at you. Yes. <laughs> now I'm going to tell you about, all about horse racing. Listen, we tricked you. I picked one horse out of 40,000 that were born in 2015 to win this race. I bet there was more one horses than that. In 40,000 that are, that are signed up to be named by the, the horse racing. But any horse could, could possibly, like, potentially win that race, like any horse in the world. You have to one sign up. Did you see the movie Hot to Trot, Jay? Did not. Who was, was that? Voice Bobcat Goldthwait. Yeah. Uh, I think Dabney Coleman's in that movie. Yeah. He wasn't like a, an official racehorse, but he ended up doing really well. I loved that race. I loved everything about it. That horse led from the first turn on, like I even said he would. And my I had goosebumps afterwards when they had the replay, and they guys said, "Look at that horse, not a speck of base." Ah, goosebumps. I I don't know, man. Kentucky Derby doesn't do much for me. You know this. Loved it. It was great. A um, couple other things we need to talk about. Do you want to do this now or later? The Quatsy Time Salute to Sports is tonight. It's, it's your show. It's your dime, man. I'm just, well, I, just, I want your input on it. Let's, uh, I want, I want to, let's talk about it. You want to talk about the Quatsy Time Salute to Sports? I mean, we, let's do it later or now. We're going to do it right now. Okay, great. Because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to raise your interest in it because I don't feel like you're excited about this. Thing. I'm more excited about this than uh, professional horse racing. Okay. i got some questions for you. This is from Don Doxy because he gave a little thing today of how much do you know about Salute to Sports, which is crazy that he had this, because this, this thing used to be a big deal, honestly. Okay. And this kind of mirrors what he wrote. When was this a big deal? 20 years ago. 25, like years, when you, 25 years ago. Okay. When we used to have like... Mary Lou Retton, Mike Singletary, uh, Terry Bradshaw, we would have keynote speakers come in. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a big yeah, deal. Yeah. Down at the Adler, you right, had to get a right. ticket, all right? Which is kind of odd because a year ago and some change, Don Doxy wrote an article basically saying the Mallards are never going to be what they were 20 years ago and fans should let it go. Do you understand what I'm saying here? Okay. And kind of is the but same thing. But now he wants the salute to sports to be what it was 20 years and ago. It's not. And he can't let it go. He can't. I can't believe you're uh, throwing, throwing shots at Don Doxy. I do like the fact that Frank Freeman's going in the Hall of Fame. I mean, he was a wrestling coach for me. and The I'm typing teacher? Yes, the very one. I took typing with Boy. him, too. Yeah. He was a lot of fun to have in class. Right, Let me so, tell you. There's, there's so many questions here. I just don't know where to start. All right, the event debuted in, 18, in 1982. Who were the first male and female athletes of the year? Just say pass. Mary Lou Retton and <laughs> Michael J. Spinks. In what year was the Quad City Sports Hall of Fame added to the program, prompting the event to be renamed Salute to Sports? This was it wasn't, uh, it wasn't named originally. This was that. early '90s when that show Salute Your Shorts was on Nickelodeon, and they wanted to capture uh, the yes. excitement. It used to be called the Quad City Quad City High Quad City Times High School Sports Banquet, and then it turned it to Salute to Sports. When was that? Uh, what year? It's A, 1987, B, 1991, C, 1995, B, his, his 1995. His column today is a multiple choice quiz. Some of them are. <laughs> Some of them. Let's just go with A, 1980s. No, B, 1991. That's my guess. Three, from 1982 to 2007, the salute featured a guest speaker every year. Who are the only two women to serve as guest speakers? I already name-dropped one, so you should yeah. be able to guess this. Is it A, Billie Jean King and Lisa Bluter? B, Pat Summit and Nancy Kerrigan? C, Mary Lou Retton and Jackie Joyner Kersey? D, Carrie Strug and Lisa Leslie? Well, it's got to be C. It is C. Mike Dicka, Mike Singletary, Brian Erlacher, Matt Suey, Alan Page, Chris Zorich, Glenn Milburn. I'm going to go with, you got a guess? Zorich? What was the, what was the question? Six, Six men who played Bears. for the Chicago Bears served as, guest, as the guest speaker. Who is the only one of the following who did not? Mike Ditka, Mike Singletary, Brian Urlacher, Matt Suey, Alan Page, Chris Zorich, Glenn Milburn. Suey? Um, no, I think Suey's good because that would be in the era at least. It's got to be Zorich or Urlacher, I right? Think it's, I think it's Urlacher. I think you're right on We'll get to it, though. When Jenny Fitzgerald is inducted in the Quad City Sports Hall of Fame on Monday, she'll become the fourth former high school athlete of the year to dis achieve that distinction. Who are the other three? 
She was a one-time former athlete of the year. Now she's going into the Quad City Sports Hall of Fame. Tavian Banks. One. This is the whole reason you're talking about this. Like <laughs> this is, is it. I, this is it. Because just so you can talk about Tavian Banks. No, really, it's a big deal because I gave a, I made odds who's going to win Ooh. for tonight. We'll get to that. Don't blow it. <laughs> I want you. Do you know who the other three are? Uh, former high school athlete of the year that achieved also. Give me some hints. He's a wrestling coach right now at Bettendorf. You're hitting my, uh, my weak spot, Jay. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. He wrestled high school at Clinton. Yeah, so Undefeated in high school. Serge? Both of them are wrestlers, the other two. Frank Freeman? It's not Frank Freeman. One wrestled at Maquoketa. Both are four-timers. Dan Knight and Eric Jurgens. Great. Who are the original five inductees in the Hall of Fame? I don't know that. Jalen okay. Rose, Chris Weber, oh, Jimmy King. Guess. Juwan Howard? Ray Knight. And Ray Knight. Yeah, okay. Seven, which local high school has had the most high school athletes of the year honorees? A, Assumption. B, Bettendorf. C, Moline. D, Rock Island. Ooh. I'm going to go with Assumption. I'm going to go with Bettendorf. Weird. Who is the only two-time winner of the Athlete of the Year award? A, Tavian Banks. B, Rose Ripsinger. C, Chasen Randall. D, Ashley Miller. Banks from Bettendorf, Ripsinger from Assumption, Randall from Rock Island, Miller from Tipton. I'm going to go with Banks, but it could be Ripslinger. It's neither? Not Tavian, no. Uh, Russ Van Wetzinger won it the year before Tavian did. Oh. Ooh. I do know this one. It's Ashley Miller from Tipton, track star. I think she went on to run. I don't know where she ran, actually. Nine in what? D, 2012. 2008. Definitely one of those four. Very good. It is one of those four. It's D2012. I'm wow. pretty positive. And they didn't just have a, at that was just a high school team. And since they've branched out to a female team of the year and male team of the year. Mm. How many different venues have hosted the Salute to Sports? A6, B7, C8, D9. I'm only, I only know three. Adler, The Lodge. Oh, I'm sorry. I know four. Adler, The Lodge, Davenport North. The Call Ballroom. Downport North and Bettendorf. So there's got to be... Warden Fieldhouse. So we're up to six. Can you name it? I don't think it's at either one of those called Ballroom, Warden Fieldhouse, but... Uh, Shoe Carnival and Old Duck Creek Mall. That's a great guess. So we're at seven. Is that going to be our guest, B7? Yeah. Okay. Duck Creek Mall hosted it. The Shoe Carnival Who are the only brothers to be inducted into the Hall of Fame together on the same night? Um, pass. With this year's three inductees, how many members will there be in the Hall of Fame? A, 80, B, 102, C, 119, D, 161. Yeah. What, what, I, I what are we doing right now? Hey, I'm done. I'm, I'm done. I'm, I'm going through the answers, all right? Scott Gill of Durant and Stephanie Smith of Assumption were the first two uh, athletes of the year. The answer was 1987 when they went to salute to sports. It was Mary Lou Retton and Jackie Jordan Kersey. It was Brian Urlacher. It's a five. Six. Uh, Bettendorf was the one with the. Dan and Darren Steele are the two brothers, and 102 people are in the Hall of Fame. So, you want to hear this week's, uh, tonight's finalists? Do I? No, but you're going to tell us. I am. <laughs> I am. Circle gets the square. Swimmer Caleb Amon from Bettendorf. He's a senior. He's headed to the University of Wisconsin. Um, District Swimmer of the Year. He's Iowa State Swimming Champion, the 200 individual medley, and anchored the Bulldogs a state title in 200 freestyle relay. Carter Bell of Bettendorf is a junior. He's a three-sport three standout. Threw for over 2,000 yards this year. 31 touchdowns and only two picks. First-team All-Mac baseball and a state qualifier high jump and long jump. Ooh. Julian Broderson from Assumption, two-time state champion. He was 39-0 last year. Ben Burrish, Anawan, a senior. All-stater in three sports. Football, basketball, track. Cade Daughtery, Bellevue senior. Football, basketball, first-team All-State in Class th uh, 1A, throwing for 2,000 yards. Luke Emperin, Northeast. He is a senior. He's headed to the University of Iowa's preferred walk-on in football. He's a three-sport athlete in high school, uh, Class 2A, second-team All-State in basketball. Bryce Ismoyle, uh, two-time state champion from West Liberty, went undefeated. He's ranked 16th nationally. He went 53-0 this last season with 52 wins by bonus points. Logan Lee, Orion Jr., he was the captain of the Quad City Times All-Western Illinois football team and an Iowa football recruit. He also placed, qualified, for the, uh, qualified for the Illinois State Wrestling Tournament and had over, over 40 wins. 
Who you got? Uh, soccer player. He is the all-time uh, leading scorer for Rock Island. He's heading to the University of Dubuque. Zach Peterson, North Scott. He's going to. He's Iowa State football uh, signee, class four uh, A, all state defensive end. Recorded fifty two tackles. He also placed third at the Iowa State wrestling meet. Lewis Robinson, Kiwani senior, two time runner up in wrestling, all time wins leader. Uh, had a forty two and three mark. And finally, Joe Wieskamp, top fifty national basketball recruit. Powered Muscatine to his first state tournament. Uh, Two-time Iowa Gatorade Player of the Year, a McDonald's All-American nominee, and four-time All-State Selection Class 4A. Who do I got? You want to hear the odds to win it? Yeah, hit me. I got Wieskamp at minus 500 to win this award, which is weird because he didn't really win any titles as a team. But he's... Because that's what that's what's that's what's gonna I'm gonna that's what's gonna it's going to go opposite for the females when I give you the the odds there. Oh, we're doing that too. Yeah, I'll go. Bryce Eastmoyle is plus two hundred, and Julian Broderson is plus two hundred. Kate Daughtery is plus five hundred. Logan Lee is plus four hundred. Zach Peterson is plus four hundred. The rest of the field plus a thousand. I'm gonna nail this one. Joe Wieskamp's gonna win. The 2018 Quasi Time Salute Sport male, High School Male Athlete of the Year. LaVore, really? LaVore is tearing you apart right now. Really? You're going out on a limb. What does he want? He says, uh, Jays and Fuego picks. Give me the Globe Trotters over the Generals. Yeah. I like Jamaica and the upcoming track and field of. <laughs> <laughs> on the female side, I'll just give you the favorite, so we'll just spare all this, okay? I got The Undertaker, WrestleMania. You would think Brie Beal. She's just the fourth girl in Illinois to be named Miss, Miss Basketball twice. She averaged 21.9 points. She's a two-time Illinois Gatorade Player of the Year. She's captain of the Quad City Do you Times. need us for any of this? Just stop. I, yes. I, just stop. You would think she would be the favorite, but she's a junior. Mm. It's always next year. I know. I don't think they're going to make a two-time again. So I think the favorite to win this is going to be Ellie Spellog. And her sister's also nominated, too. Carly. But Ellie Spellog is an All-Stater in basketball, softball, and track. She will have 15 letters. And I know it's Athlete of the Ooh. Year, not Athlete of the Career. 15 varsity letters. She's the MAC Conference Player of the Year in basketball. She's going to Bradley. She was 21-5 and five with a 1.08 ERA as a pitcher. Batted almost 400 with nine homers. And she plays fourth at state track meet. I think the good money is on Ellie Spellog tonight to take home. And to wrap a bow on this. Although I'm too what, late, I would wrap a bow on it. Although the Davenport Assumption girls track and field team is fantastic, and what they did for five years is great. The girls team is going to go to the Davenport Assumption softball team, and the boys team of the year will go to the Davenport Assumption baseball team. That's not true. It's a big night for Assumption. River the boys Riverdale golf and the Pleasant Valley boys. Yeah, it's a big night. I'm going to have to miss it. I got to go coach a couple games again. So. I'm I'm coach. I'm creating future athletes of the year nominees. Sure. And winners is what I'm doing now. Do you have uh, do you like updates on your phone? No. Like as, as the as the awards I are announced. I guess I can. Yeah, Twitter. But I I think Koss is the MC, so I, I don't think he'll be doing anything. So I just I wish it was as big. I wish we had keynote speakers come in, but our guy uh, Jim Albrecht, he actually MC'd a couple times. When are we gonna have Jim back? We can have him back. He was a riot. Yeah. We'll get him back. He's uh, the Steam Wheelers are back this weekend and this weekend, this Saturday. He and T. Roy hit it off. Yeah, <laughs> they had a good time. So, all right. So that's our local stuff. Sorry, everyone hated it, but hey, no, nobody, nobody hated it except for we, Nick. Nobody yeah. hated it. Mm-hmm. I was just wondering, uh, like, what, what what are we doing here? <laughs> We're talking about the future athlete, the athletes, Quad City Times Loop Sports. You're giving gambling odds on a high school award, Jay. I did. <laughs> Well, you got to make it interesting, right? Sure. That, that was the interesting part? We're just, he's just preparing the Quad Cities for what's going to happen eventually. Yeah. Um, you know. Craig White wants to know who are the next local stars coming up. Well, it, the, Brie Beal is, is definitely, she's, I mean, she can go wherever he's she wants. He's talking about little dog players. Oh, all of them? Do you want me to do <laughs> yeah. it again? Yeah. No, don't. List them again? Don't, don't risk it. <laughs> no, uh, I don't know. I, as far as that, I mean... Around here, I'll, uh, baseball team's going on now, and that hey, the TBK opened up this weekend. I heard that was a success. Yep. Yeah. So a lot of they had how many people? I think they said teams, one? right? Well, so there's probably about ten thousand people went through the gate. Could you imagine? I was trying to get a hundred teams in and out of there. I don't know. 
They're going to do it like every weekend. Yeah. So. It's good, man. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, <laughs> that's what's good. That's going to be your downfall. He said, uh, Sophia might be good if she doesn't get caught running a gambling ring in junior high. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the other thing. Well, it's fresh and soft, Craig's asking. Um, I, honestly, it, it's uh, you'd have to go deeper into, like, as far as athletes, there's a freshman at Pleasant Valley, Jack Romer, who's actually starting on the varsity soccer, and he was, uh, I think he was second at districts, but he at Mac. Is with seniors, so he'll be a sophomore next year, and then um, yes, and then what Derek said is right. Sophie's going to run a gambling ring, and that's what's going to get her kicked out. And then uh, DJ Carton from Bettendorf will probably be nominated next year. He's a junior, but he's getting looks at all kinds of local, um, not local, all kinds of Division One uh, places, schools. Now, moving on, NBA playoffs. Yeah, what do you like here? Are you su- are you surprised about the Seventy Sixers at all? No, not really, no. You aren't? No. You thought they were going to go be down 0-3? I mean, I thought they might have gotten one, but it's not a surprise they're losing to the Celtics. It's just not. It's, it's just how the NBA works, man. They get, those young teams, they take, it's going to take a couple of years. You've got to learn how to win those games. And, they, and this is how much we don't really understand what we're watching in the NBA. You, we all assume, like, this team's more talented. They should win. But well, with, is, with Boston being as injury-plagued as they were, that's, sure. that's why I thought – Philly would come out of the series. Not, not, <clears throat> definitely not sweep them. Sure. But come out of the series. I, I thought Philly would come out of the series. But they've just been out coached. They've, yeah. made, they've made silly mistakes yep. down the home stretch. Which is what happens, right? Like With uh, young teams. Yeah. Right. right. Yep. And, that, and, and like, uh, they say the whole like veteran playoff experience, everybody thinks it's a myth, but it really that, but uh, like coaching. Like, well, my opinion, coaching for the most part doesn't really make a giant difference. Normally. Right. But, but there are exceptions, right? And, and like Stevens, is, see, you know, they're, they're a couple steps ahead and they get their guys in the right spot to be successful. Yeah. And you can't underestimate that at all. And, and yeah, the Sixers coach seems to be really outmatched. I'm just, I'm just going to watch this one tonight to see what Kevin Hart does. Sure. <laughs> and then the LeBron shot. Yeah. Jesus. Sicko. Jesus. Are you, are you still not impressed? I I I I'm, I think it just proves like how dumb I am when it comes to basketball because like on this morning in the background I had on get up and Jalen Rose was like that shot he made to his left in glass and he's like well, it's right. not a it's not a shot anyone makes yeah, yeah. right like, going yeah, le- going left with your right hand off the glass like that's that's something you make mid said, game and it's like a yeah. ooh, nice right. cool. he said that's something that. you do in what Jalen yeah. Rose yeah. said yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly that's why I said it was so. Weird to see him come down, and the way when he cut left, I was like, "Why is he not going right to the basket?" Because if he goes to the goes to the hoop, if he's not going to finish, he's at least going to get hammered, and fouled. Yeah, I just I, I think it, the only reason is because as soon as they inbounds it and it was to him, and I looked at the clock, I was like, "Game is over." Right. So that, I, I mean, I that was so much time. See, yeah, when. Uh when they made the shot before and there were still eight seconds left, I was yeah. like, this is done. Yeah. They left way, <laughs> you left way too much. Like, I told Toronto, you, I told what are you doing? I had like, one Cleveland Cavaliers fan sitting at the bar. Yeah. And I look at him and I'm like, we know what's going to happen, right? And he's like, hopefully. Well, we had, like, yeah. we had like one guy who was just trash talk, like, like really hating LeBron. Like, just like, and, and again, like, let's be honest, LeBron missed like three free throws in the last two minutes of that game. He was not great. Like, uh, they, they should have probably put that away by four or five points. They shouldn't have been as close. Uh, but this guy was just talking, you know, he just obviously doesn't like LeBron. You know, every time he was free throw, he's losing his mind. Like, this guy's way overrated. This guy, and, then, and then, you know, eight seconds left, and everybody knew. Like, we all knew. And here's what's important. Even if the Cavaliers would have gotten swept out by the Pacers in the first round, LeBron James is still the best NBA player ever. Like, it, 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 See, like I, he's beyond – his legacy is beyond this year. I know a bunch, bunch of people are jumping on the bandwagon now. A bunch of people are finally realizing, oh, my God, this guy is that good. He's been that good for 15 years. Nobody has ever had as long of a prime in any professional sport as LeBron James has. Now, Jordan went to college. Sure. So, I mean, that, cut in, that cuts in a little bit into his – fine. LeBron James has been one of the three best players in the NBA since he was 20. Mm-hmm. He's 35, 34. 
And then next year you, you can pass like two or three more guys on the all-time scoring list. Sure. And then, but he's he'll end up in the top five of all time, right? He's not going to touch. Kareem. So, yeah. Um, I I don't think that's completely out of reach, but he, but it, it'll certainly take you know. But that number is crazy. Kareem played forever. That's a lot. So honestly, again, I'm not gonna. I'm not taking a side. What is the argument? Is it, why can't there just be two? <laughs> like, why can't everyone just be like they're different eras? Well, why? and that's my my own, my only thing is I I do think there's different eras because I, I don't think he's the best of all time. Yet the response is I think, I think he will. But then when he came back from three to one couple years ago everyone's like yeah maybe he is the best and then all of a sudden it it, it died down yeah. just like you said maybe the bandwagon at the moment you know but what we have especially guys our age we have uh is a generational thing where we're going to always always over inflate michael jordan which is no knock on michael jordan he's unbelievable michael jordan is incredible like, nobody's ever been as good at basketball as michael jordan was good at basketball until lebron james but that, that all happened when we were kids, well, and Kobe, we remember don't, that don't, as don't Michael leave, Jordan. Don't leave Kobe out of that, though. He's not even in the, in the conversation, Serge. Yeah, he's really not. He's, he he's not in that. Just look at the numbers. It's not close. He is. He, it's not. <laughs> You're way overinflating Kobe. And Kobe, again, great. He's a great basketball player. He's probably one of the 15 best basketball players ever. He's not in the conversation with Michael Jordan or LeBron James. He's not. All right. And my, the, my, my thing with everybody it's, it's getting pretty comical on social media is the arguments are out there and we've beat this one to death that's why I'm it's like we, and then there's other people that are that aren't even Cavs fans that aren't even necessarily the LeBron fan but then it's it's now separating into I've been LeBron all the way and if you're if you weren't a LeBron fan all the way you're a yeah you're, that you're dumb, a hater. yeah right right you're right. a hater See, I'm certainly not it's getting there tossed around so bad and nobody's even saying anything that's like people coming up to me going like ha so that Sox game last night, I'm like, I, well, I didn't say anything. I go, what right. are you talking about? People are jumping on saying, oh, and uh, Br- even uh, Brandon Detrent, who listens to the show, uh, a buddy of ours, Brandon's one who's like, it's the same thing we've seen regurgitated 17 times is, oh, I feel sorry for the LeBron haters. They don't appreciate greatness. They're getting to witness something in their life. It's like, yeah, if they don't like it, then that's on them. Whatever. They're, they're missing out. I feel I don't feel. I feel sorry. happy that I don't care either way. That I just uh, and I don't the feel game, sorry if, if somebody doesn't like it. I get the argument that them. Jordan won six titles and LeBron had to leave to to learn how to like learn from an organization when Cleveland wasn't building around him. He had to leave to figure out how to do it and then come back to Cleveland. What he learned in Miami, I, I can understand that, it, it, but that's in that that's the argument. <laughs> I just go back to Frank Caliendo reading LeBron's letter as Morgan Freeman. Nah. Where he's like, Miami was like college for me. Yeah. Right. Where most young men grew up. I just don't really <laughs> care that much. I mean, wh- yeah, Easter Ace is there too. Why can't they all just be awesome? They were, but there's always going to be, what's the point is everyone's going to want to, who was the best? They do it. Well, I mean, this whole thing starts with. Uh, it's, it's tough to compare. It, all it's going to be is you, you can throw in this guy, he's better than him in this category, he's better than him in this category, or he's better than him in this category. It's just... Well, this whole argument starts with people saying no one will ever be as good as Michael Jordan, right? right? And that's what it's been for 20 it's years. It's the same thing. It's a, it's a persuasive argument that you can find a stat anytime you want to, and you can beat it down, and just like you said, you can regurgitate that stat over and over again. Like you, And this wasn't even something that brought up, but we were talking, I think, last weekend, and you're like... He just became the all-time steals leader in like playoff history, right? Whatever. And it was it wasn't even mentioned during yeah, the game. It wasn't even mentioned. Yeah, you right. brought that up, but so that someone can bring that up. And then there's uh, there is watching Cubs announcers throw out obscure fa- and not just right. Cubs. I think they're a little bit worse than it, the most. That's just but but baseball's guys. a long season. Baseball, you got a lot of time to fill. They go well. They are uh, yeah. seventeen and one on games below sixty-five degrees yeah. when the grass is over two inches and, and right left-handed <laughs> pitchers on the mound. Right. Come on, and that's what they're. <clears throat> that's what they're getting into is like, well, he be, he's beating him. And like, it's like they're coming up with new categories and it's like they're coming up with new yeah. stats. It's like. And he's right, he's right. The debate's what makes sports great. And it's, it's, that's, that's, and so he understands him. And actually, this is why this whole thing started. It really was just what you would see in a bar like this and talking amongst your friends and just arguing. You know, not arguing, but you've never seen Gadian get, get upset. I've never seen. <laughs> About Kobe, really? I, mean, I, I guess I'm. I guess really. Like that's when you leave me yeah, stuck in a conversation. I guess so. I just, I even when we're talking. Uh, 
But yeah, some people get real heated about it, and some people <laughs> refuse to believe that anyone could ever be better than Michael Jordan. And and my argument is, uh, the game evolves, human beings evolve. Like the guys in the game, the average guy in the NBA now is a lot better than the average guy in the NBA twenty years ago, and that's he's just got, true. But his like, shoes, he's had shoes around for thirty years. Right. Like, what this is, is this? Is, that's what I'm saying. There's these are the how dumb the arguments get. Like, see, I want. It, yep. I, that's another. That's another stat right there. Yeah, Michael. Hey, guess what? LeBron never got cut from his high school team. It's true. <laughs> right, right, right. But then you can do the, uh, well, yeah, Le- huh? well, LeBron's never lost in the first round, and Michael Jordan lost three playoff series yeah. in the first round. Yeah. Right? Yeah, so. you can, and it just goes on and on and on. Like, uh, of course, I'm LeBron much, might have gone to Miami, but he didn't retire for two years and leave his team hanging. I'm, I'm a real believer in, uh, <laughs> yes, of, the best. That, that, this guy's in the conversation. They're great. They're here right. all the time. Right. Oh, it's They're so both horrible. great. LeBron James is somehow underrated. Like amongst our generation, it's especially shadow. though, right? It's because it's a shadow. Wow! Did she ease her ace? Michael Jordan never had to play against black players. I didn't want to read it. <laughs> right. Well, that was that's a joke. Oh. That, that was a Daniel Tosh joke about asterisks in baseball and the records. Putting an asterisk next to Bond's name, he was putting an asterisk next to uh, Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth. Yeah. He never had to play against black black players. Erickson said, just like Tom Brady, he could win fifty Super Bowls, still not the best ever. Fails the eye test. I disagree. I think Tom Brady's the best ever. LeBron James fails the eye test. No. He's talking about Tom Brady. He says he fails. Tom Brady fail, fails the eye test. Well, who wins the eye test? Then uh, John Elway. Like who wins the eye test? Dan Marino. No. no. Who? Joe Montana. Joe Montana wins the eye test. I think so. Because he's he had the strongest was, arm and he's the biggest, fastest guy. No, Joe Montana was in just a great system with like a bunch of great players, and he was a great quarterback. So who's the greatest quarterback of all time? Uh, they, I don't. I don't know. I would imagine it's Tom Brady. But if you take people just by like, uh, if you say who's the most talented, a lot of people go with Elway or they go with Marino, just because the arms on him and like young Marino, who where he could actually move around before his knees went to hell, was pretty unbelievable. But station, which again isn't really his fault, played on like a middling Dolphins team. That was good a couple years. They never got through. No, yeah, they went to the what Super Bowl in '84. Right, young Elway. They lost in '85. What? That's a great question. What is the eye test, and who do you look at and go like? See, like are you talking just? I mean, like it, on TV in our era. Yeah, I did. Like, uh, who's the the greatest? Like one game, like the greatest one game quarterback. You're like this guy is unbelievable. Just out of this game, just watching him on the field. Is it Vince Young in that national championship game? Is that like the best performance you've ever seen by a quarterback? I mean, is it Michael Vick when he tore down uh, Green Bay? In that playoff game, of course, Erickson says throws Rodgers in there. You got to throw Rodgers, Rodgers, Peyton. Peyton Manning, absolutely. Does Peyton Manning pass the eye test? Yeah. He, he didn't have really that strong of an arm. He but looked the part, did, though. He didn't have to have He that looked the part. What does that mean? That's an eye test. That's like, defense. I don't know. He, he looked he like broke, the guy he broke everything down. He lo- but, I mean. But did he? Did he? I mean, again, Peyton Manning's unbelievable. He's great. <laughs> but yeah. does he pass the eye test as the best quarterback ever? What's the what's the measuring stick? I don't know. I'd say he's, I'd say he's the funniest. Yeah, he's good on Saturday Night Live. He's hilarious. Uh, don't don't forget about Terry Bradshaw in the uh, Smoking the Bandit movies. That's true. Bite your tongue. <laughs> Just saying. Which was on this week on a marathon this past Damn Saturday. Right, it was. Uh, yeah, I don't know what the eye test would be. Where I'm just like, oh my goodness. Speaking of quarterbacks, see, Roethlisberger's not too happy about the Steelers and their. Third round pick. I think this Mason happens Rudolph. every year, right? Someone, someone says Where, that. like a veteran quarterback's like, great. I'm not. Which he is didn't which is, say that. I mean, I, I can you blame him? He said, I don't know why they're picking a third a, a third round pick. Tom Brady someone, does the same thing. On someone who can't help us right now. Aaron Rodgers does the same thing. He said, I told them that I have three to five more years in me. Brett Favre famously did the same thing. Yeah. And he said, I don't know. He's, he's the, I guess Rudolph said he doesn't really think he has a lot to learn from Roethlisberger. So Roethlisberger said, That's great. when he asked me uh, for anything, I might just point at the playbook. I don't, this is not good. <laughs> I, I don't understand why, why you would expect this guy to uh, help train the guy who's taking his job. Like, why, why should I help train the guy who's going to come take my job? Why would I do that? Especially in professional sports where the whole thing's like about competition and being competitive. Well, why would the Steelers trade up? Because they need a quarterback. Because Ben Roethlisberger has like three to five years, three left. ligaments left in his knee. Like the guy, the guy runs like a skyscraper. Like he's not, he doesn't have much. And, and like any one hit could probably put him out for a season. He's just not. He's broken. Okay, but that so that's the classic case though of the front office and the quarterback not on the same page. Well, remember two months ago he was like, "I might retire." 
Yeah, he had, and remember after week five, he said, "I might just be, I might just be done." Right. Yeah. So, uh, and it's not, it's not even an issue of them being on the same page. It's an issue of that organization has to do what's right for their organization. Why don't you just say that instead of saying like, "I don't know why they would, would draft a third rounder who can't help us right now." Just say, "Oh, we, yeah, Mason's a, seems like a good kid. We got some good up." What'd they say? He said, I don't know why they picked a quarterback. Oh, Roethlisberger. Yeah, Roethlisberger. Yeah. Because why don't you just move on? Are you expecting like decorum from Ben Roethlisberger? Are you expecting him to like, tow the, the company line and be like, whatever is best for the team is what's good for Ben Roethlisberger? That's I do never, that's never that, been him. I think he kind of changed. How so? After the Fathead commercials? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he settled down and stopped his wild, no. raping ways. They go, because uh, that perception, like, he's still Ben Roethlisberger. He can't. Teaching old Roethlisberger new tricks. <laughs> <laughs> we don't. We don't know him. You don't know him. Uh, like, what do you know of him? I think Tom Brady would say, "Hey, that's it, that's what." Yeah, if they want to bring this kid in, it, it, we need it. We need someone. To, that happened with Jimmy Grappolo. Remember, he wouldn't let Jimmy Grappolo use his uh, his special trainer who uh, like rubs well, crystals on your that, body that or whatever it is. Like, that guy is no longer allowed. Uh, that he yeah, did because he did do that. You're right. He was being a he did he did do that. Erickson, yeah. Erickson yeah. brought up the Farvin Rogers. Right, that was, that was the same thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why why you would expect that. Again, and this is the NFL where they can literally cut you tomorrow, and you don't get any of your money. Like all the contracts are completely written on like paper mache. There's more guaranteed than has ever been in in. Well, fine. Yeah, yeah. Because the they history. have to give yeah. like decent name free agents guaranteed money because everybody knows the contracts are a joke. Um, Matty Ice got a hundred million guaranteed, right? And that hundred and that's a franchise contract. quarterback, yeah. who they're sure will be around. It's more guaranteed than it ever has been in the NFL. Speaking of Matty Ice, uh huh. Your bartender Matty got engaged last night. Oh yeah, what? Yeah, wow. Shout out for Matty and Ryan. Wow. Oh, that's great. Matty gets even. The hashtag's already there. Oh, his last name's even. Yeah. <laughs> Good for her. Yeah. Congratulations. All right. Uh, so we got Golden State out there. Let's go back to the NBA. Yeah. Somehow we we got two, we went down that wormhole of who's the greatest sort of potential closeout. Well, it was, and you uh, got you're gonna pick for T Ray in the hassle streak. It, we, I'll tell you what happened. It went from uh, LeBron and uh, Michael Jordan to the looks like the most dominant quarterback, and then it just went down a giant hole. Mm-hmm. It was uh, who passes the eye test. No, no, no. That no one said that. I would I, I would say that that he does. I mean, I, I no one's not saying that. Okay. It was, it was a football thing. Golden reference. State. But what does it, like, what, don't you ever look like a ball player and you're like, oh, man, that's a ball. Like, I look at Almora Jr. and I'm like, dear Lord, he looks like a ball player. Sure. I want, I, him, I want him to be good. You know, you know who, uh, the last guy I can remember thinking, like, this guy looks like a guy, Jorge Soler. Yeah. Because he's like 6'5 and like 260, that's all muscle. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this guy's going to be unbelievable. And, and he it, swings like Pedro Serrano. Professional baseball is really hard, as it turns out. He just, um, <laughs> As it, as it turns out, good. All right, so Golden State Warriors. Yeah. Uh, up 3-1. Up 3-1. Sure. Kevin Durant got a 4 a.m. text from Draymond Green telling him to up his game. Durant was like, I got you. He texted back in the morning, and then he went out and it's, beat, beat up on the – was this a parody? Well, oh, really se- serious. It really seems like something Draymond really Green would happy. do. Yeah. And it really seems like something Kevin Durant would be like, yeah, sure. I got it. Like, great. It seems- 7.38 this morning. After the Warriors were blown out by the Pelicans in Game 3, Green told ESPN he stayed up watching film. I can't sleep when we lose like that, Green said. Throughout the night, he got so agitated by his team performance that he sent Durant, quote, a long-ass text message, unquote. The all-star power forward wouldn't divulge, divulge his message in its totality, but he said he had to let his teammate know how he felt at that moment. I just challenged him to be who he is. I had to tell him, Green told ESPN. I didn't see him attacking or being aggressive enough on both ends of the floor like we need him to be. You know, I don't hold back. When I see something's wrong, I have to voice my opinion. There were no, do I sound like that? Is that how <laughs> no, Draymond Green sounds no. like? No. In, fa- in fact, I, I'm, I'm, I'm asking you to stop doing whatever it is you're doing. <laughs> there were no hard feelings. We we're go. just trying to win a ball game. When Durant <laughs> woke up hours later, his reply to the text message was, What did he say? I got you. Yeah. His, his response was, Who is this? Stop texting me at four in the morning. <laughs> New phone, who dis? Yeah. <laughs> so uh. they go out and win 118 to 92, take a 3 1 lead. And it looks like uh, 
going back to Golden State too. Yes. So yeah, they'll be fine. Again, uh, New Orleans is a younger team. Golden State is already an eleven and a half point favorite tomorrow night to close it out. <laughs> and same with Houston. They had a kind of a blowout game too. So now they're going. They're a twelve point favorite at home to close it out tomorrow night as well. So both home teams are going to close it out. So sorry, no, no. The whole thing should be wrapped. Could be wrapped up tomorrow night. Yes, yeah. because. Yeah. Boston's up 3-0 at Philly Boston, tonight. Boston's at Philly. Cavs are at home. Ugh. And then tomorrow it's Houston at home, Golden State at home. Philly's not losing this one. Mm. God, Brad Stevens is good. It's great, right? And, they, and that Boston team, I, uh, yesterday, uh, Bomani Jones had a really interesting tweet. He said, I know, I know there's a lot of more talented guys on the 76ers, but nobody on the 76ers is as good and skilled at basketball as Al Horford is on the Celtics, right? So, like, like they're younger and they're, they potentially are a lot better, but just the skill level and just, like, guys who know the game and can make adjustments, Boston's really well put together, even with all the injuries. It's crazy. It's make you think about what they're gonna, how scary they're going to be next year. Right, right. They're going to be good, right? Especially if Hayward can come back and be anything, Kyrie comes back. They still got a couple picks from the Nets, I think. They just took that organization. Um, dude, what about uh, Toronto tonight? Does it matter? Do you, I mean, do you think they pull one off, or do you think it's just done? It's done. Even if, no way. Well, they're in Cleveland tonight. They're not probably not winning tonight. No. One more question for you. Do you think Brett Brown is going to be the, co- the coach of the 76ers next year? After- no. no. Teams, there's too much unless, potential on that team. You unless can't. he pulls some magician stuff here and somehow comes out of the series. He just – but, all right. He's outmatched. Is Brad Stevens that good that he could do that to anyone? Or is Brett Brown – which way is definitely, it? Definitely a combination. A little bit from – Brad Stevens would probably do that to most, right? Okay. Right. Like, like I said, there's probably about – Three, four coaches in the NBA who really make a difference he's not from gonna, game to he's game. He's not going to do that to Golden State. No, right. Yeah, Steve Kerr will, will be able to adjust right. with him, right? Right. right. Like the same way uh, Popovich could adjust with him. Yeah. Right? But then you look at like Tyron Lue, he just showed up in the middle of the season and they won an NBA championship because you have you had the talent, right? It took me so long to wonder what Lue was doing on the bench. Right. Right. <laughs> I didn't know he was the coach for the longest time. Right. And, and again, like, He's, he is in name, but we know LeBron James is making the calls on that team, right? right? right. In his three years... Do you think there's seven, anything on his clipboard? No. <laughs> it's like... Uh, it's, it, like it's like T-Roy's laptop. It's like get snacks. Doesn't <laughs> <laughs> bring home after the game. Yeah. Like new garden hose. In his, uh, in it's his, it's th- got funny cues like point... He- in his three years plus at 76ers, Brown's record is 127 and 283. He's got a 310 winning percentage. And obviously you have the tanking years of 19 wins, 18 wins, right. 10 wins. This was uh, you were there for the bad years and you got us through. We were coming out on the other side. We appreciate you. We're going to give you a but year to see if you can put great. this together. It's been great. It's been but great. Congratulations. It's like the Astros Time, one, year, yeah. one year with Bo Porter. Yeah. Thanks for, thanks yeah. for dealing with this. Yeah. But now we're moving on. It's, uh, I mean, who's the old guy from the Cubs before they? Rick Renteria. Renteria, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're to get the Sox are going to do the same thing to right. that guy. Yeah. That poor guy. Oh, like, yeah. hey, uh, we need somebody to shepherd our talent through the well, bleak I feel terrible years. As, as the White Sox are in a absolute plan, right? I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. even coming close to having a winning record this year. That was not the plan. But to watch these guys struggle pitching and have the offense be clicking. Then all of a sudden the pitching starts coming around and then the offense falls off. It's like you can't really just blame the bats one day or uh, these guys are struggling right now. No, Renteria, he's got to go, man. Yeah, they um, – and then they're going to end up getting rid of him and they're going to, like, uh, bring in Buck Showalter. <laughs> they're gonna, it's going to be, like, an older guy that's from an East Coast team. They're going to do the exact same thing like the Cubs did. I feel bad for Renteria. I do. Uh, he'll be fine. He'll be okay, Jay. Hmm. Uh, yeah, and Erickson points out, Las Vegas Golden Knights. Look at these guys. It's a pretty good story, right? It is a great story. It's still a terrible name for a franchise. Yes. You should have done better, Golden Knights. Got made it two rounds for an expansion. That was actually in the expansion west. And then, like, a team 
way, uh, some Toronto team are the only ones that have like won this much as a first year expansion in the NHL. The Maple Leafs? Uh, it's something else. Uh, they would name something else. I want to say like the, I'm going to say like the Argonauts, but I know they're in the CFL, so it's not them. But yeah, yeah. And then Erickson just got to point out the obvious: the Golden Showers. Yeah, Las Vegas Golden Showers. So, what do you got tonight? If you're making your streak well, for well, pick, well, let's, 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 let's cover the rest of the rest of those okay. hockey, um, the hockey scores, and we have the Penguins could get beat tonight at home, and the Capitals could close it out. Um, Winnipeg is up three-two over Smashville, could close it out tonight at home, and then let's see. And then because the other two, because the Lightning just closed out the Bruins, and then. The Golden Knights just closed out the Sharks. So, Penguins and Caps are going tonight, and if and then Wednesday if needed, and then Thursday if needed. For so, what do you got? What, what's what's gambling in club hockey? No, 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 no. Just tonight. No, you can do, you, you can pick you, any of those. You, you can pick, pick one game. You do over under. You could do spread. All right. Let me. Uh, let me. You got the NBA lines up? Yeah, I got you. Hit me. All right. You got uh, Philly is a six-and-a-half-point favorite at home tonight. Okay. And Cleveland is a five-point favorite at home tonight. Was it the two? You go Cleveland. No. Uh, I you, think, you think uh, LeBron's going to have another buzzer beater to... to yeah, no, it's, Toronto could it play it close. I, I kind of like taking the six-and-a-half... Boston on the Boston, road. Six and a half. I, or Boston. I, I like that. Boston's at home, right? No, Boston's on. The, Boston's on the road. Cleveland's at, at home. Yeah, Philly's Cleveland's at, at home. Yeah, Philly gets game. That, that's that's why I would say Cleveland at home. And it goes one, one, one after this. Well, here, here's uh, here's how you make this bet. Everyone's saying Brad Stevens, great coach, great coach. He's gonna keep it within six and a half, right? Yeah. Take I mean, the point. Take the when, points. Even when they're down. All right. So you're taking the six and a half. Yeah. For T. Roy. Yeah. I like that. It just. It's just it, he what he does with the talent is he just sticks to the same script over and over again. I mean, you could take baseball if you wanted to. Yeah, it's, <laughs> no. All right, so you're taking Boston plus six and a half. Yeah, this is uh, Monday baseball. It's tough to gamble on. Yeah, does Gambling Club do Monday baseball too? Of course, yeah. Oh, okay. You know what? You know what time it is? Year it is. It's uh, it's the fast pitch softball time of year. Mm. That'll be on the docket tonight. <laughs> Robson finds some games that are on. Yeah. Nice. There's always a couple games on, uh, I think, Fox Sports 1. Yeah. Those are nice. And you can find it on the SEC network, too. They're tough to set lines for, but uh, a little work. You can uh, get it done. Ezra said former Dubuque Fighting Saints head coach named head coach for the Dallas Stars. Yes. That, that was last week, I nice. believe. That was named. Uh, he was, uh, yeah, he was coaching college somewhere. And then they moved him up. They picked him up. I mean, and I don't, I don't know why that's not, um, why that doesn't happen more often. You know, it doesn't have to come from a bench coach or whatever, the assistant coach in the NHL. You can get coaches in college. That's how the coaching industry works, though, right? It's, a, it's who you know, and it's like, a, this is my dad, so I'm going to go in at coaching. And I can get a job. Yeah, the University of Denver. That's what yeah. Yeah. What do you mean that's how? It, so, uh, entire. That happens. It's the end of, that's like the entire NFL's business plan is uh, we got to hire the son of this guy who used to be a coach here. Like that's all it is over and over and over again. It's the same. It's or we got to hire this guy because uh, he was in the room with Bill Belichick when he drafted Tom Brady. Like, like it's makes, just yeah. Uh, yeah. He's, he's yes. You go with the safe guy who's like who has the name you've heard of, who's been around. Like Matt Patricia. Sure. Detroit. Great. Charlie Weiss. And uh, Ugh, yeah. And then you have Josh. Like whoever, whichever Ryan brother's available, you take him for There's a bet. What do you think about Witten to the Monday Night Football? Tell me one thing Jason Witten's ever said that you thought, that's interesting or and, and, and entertain, entertaining. Sure. That was the one thing he's ever said that you're like, that Jason Witten. Yep. What? This guy really, uh, really knows how to break down the game. Jason Witten is the most boring white bread Garbage pick for the see, Monday Night but, Football but booth you could possibly many, make. How many of our QC Cowboy fans have Witten jerseys? They Not go, many. I don't. Yeah, oh I don't see a lot yeah, of them. Tons. Really? Yeah. I see more like uh, I see more Michael Irvin than I'll see like Jason oh, Witten. Oh no, I see a ton of Witten ones. 
Like, because they, they didn't like the Romo jerseys, so... Yeah, because Romo and then they, wasn't Romo enough. He wasn't uh, Troy Aikman enough. Yeah, and then Irvin, Irvin and Aikman and Smith jerseys were... It's just a bad... It just, their guy now was... To get a jersey for was always... It's a nonsense. And he's just there to uh, make weird sound effects and uh, say crazy things. But at least it's, like, somewhat entertaining, and he's a guy... <laughs> he's he's going to be the Ben Stein of the announcers. Right. <laughs> like every player of the game is going to be like a tight end or a left tackle. He rolls out. To so Ezra says Witten's kittens is new money in a football award. I don't think that's it. What do we have? Witten's kittens? Yeah, I don't think it's Witten's kittens. That's not the new money in a football. Witten's winners. Witten's wowzers. What else came up? What else did gambling club come up with? The Wizarding World of Witten's Warriors. And uh, it's where he dresses up like Harry Potter at the end of the game and he, and he goes, Expelleramos! And, uh, and, and he touches them on the head with a wand. But it would just be like the green screen. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. And that that who would be the award, the Monday Night Award winner. Yeah. Do you think they're going to do it at all? <laughs> they have to. Because we need to gamble on it. Yeah. <laughs> and this is the problem: is we didn't say who should have won the award, so right? So here, here's what I thought, and I think this is a legit thing. As much as, as fun as it is to say, is Witten's wild card. Sure. Mm. Which we all know he's in a notorious wild card. When, do, when you well, do that first, so that would be your pick to click. Your Witten's wild card, and that's when you. Find the guy that is going to be your pick to click. Okay, I see what you're saying. So before before the game, that's your pick to click is your wild card. You're predicting this, but then for your well, at, the game, it's, Witt, it's Witten's Warriors or it's Witten's uh, like it, it's something with a W. I don't think it'll be Warriors. No, I think you want to stay away from like war type of terms. Witten's wonderful guy of the game. Yes, wonders. Yeah, Witten's wonders. Witten's wonders. Yeah, sure. It's gonna be something dumb, Wins, and uh, wins white guys, and wins literally, <laughs> and wins literally gonna take the guy who like has the statistically uh, best game, right? Like he's gonna like he's not gonna do the Gruden thing where he takes the guy who threw a block in the Down third on. quarter that uh, he thought really meant something, as opposed to like the quarterback who threw four touchdowns. It's gonna make it harder to gamble on, is what I'm saying. Wins vacation destination <laughs> on the off week at the playoffs. <laughs> I like that. Uh, yeah, like, Erickson's throwing out some top jersey sales after the draft. Uh, Saquon Barkley, number one. Baker, number two. Uh, and uh, Shaquem Griffin, at number five. I don't know who's going to go with him because, like I said, McDonald's out. If one person can... Who's going to be in the booth with Witten? The one interesting be, thing then, Jason Witten's ever said, if, I'll, if I'll stop being mad about, about this. Do you as have me dry the red eyes? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to be him by himself, but... So who in a stunning recap, Cowboys fourteen, Bears seven. <laughs> Back That's to you, Mike. <laughs> Thanks, Jason. <laughs> Don't they just bring in Kevin Hart? Let him do it. I think that would be awesome. It would be all over the place. Great, they need it. People would lose their minds, like for the first month or so. But it is absolutely what they sh- they need to do. Yes, like you need to go to the because nobody's really picking up much from the in-game play-by-play analysis stuff anymore. Like this is not because for the, the most part, the, the only thing is they're going to have to have more camera shots of him in the booth than you. His voice isn't going to be as funny as actually seeing him. Jason Witten, right? No, <laughs> Kevin James. Let's see. This was. Um Back in January, this article of possible replacements for Gruden. So, I mean, that's obviously not going to be someone who's a former player because you have to give. You could, but this listed um, uh, Peyton Manning, Kurt Warner, Randy Moss, Rex Ryan. Uh, it's going to be Rex Ryan, isn't it? With Witten? Ah, uh, you know who it could be? Uh, Lewis Riddick. Maybe, but they, they need like he's, he's he's still he's still worth ESPN. He's not. Um, Are you talking three man booth here? No, it'd just be Witten and him. Witten and Riddick. Does Riddick do play by play? Ah, you're right. They need a play by play guy. Yeah. If Witten's going to be the color guy, so you need like an old pro. You need like Mike Tirico, who's not obviously happening. No. Gus Johnson. I don't know. I think that's too bold of a choice for ESPN. It'll be like uh, like Chris Collinsworth. Just every time, like he's just the go-to guy. He's NBC, though. It doesn't matter. They'll they'll find a way. T. Row will lose his mind. Wait, did you, did what about say, Aikman? Did you say Kevin Hart or Kevin James? I said Kevin Hart. Oh, okay, there was there was talk about Kevin James being in there, really, a while back, or Caliendo. Kevin can wait. 
No, we want a Caliendo. Yeah. Yeah, Kevin can wait. Anybody? We think Caliendo oh. would be the best. Was that not justified, Jay? No, no. Oh, great. <laughs> I, get it. I said I got it, but I, Caliendo would be the best. Then you have Gruden. Caliendo and, would be great, you have Gruden right? And you have Madden back. You have all yeah. of them. Yeah. Caliendo by himself would be better yeah. than Jason Witten and anyone. 100%. Yes. And we said this a long time ago when you were on back in January that, that we should, that's what they should do. Sure. God, that would have been so much better than this. <laughs> well, we'll find out. I guess we will. That's why they play the games, don't Jay. Need, don't they need to like fi- do this soon so they can do the, the voiceover for Madden football? Or do they, uh, not, do they not do that? Is it just Madden only? I think the last... I haven't played in so I long. I know Collinsworth did a couple years worth. I, they don't always do the Monday Night Crew. Okay. It, it, they switch it up. It's been so long since I played that game. But I think it's Aikman and Collinsworth now. It's been a couple years since I played that game, too. <laughs> he says... Uh, Rotate a different Wayans brother every week, and then you can uh, then you can gamble on who's who it's going to be. I like that too. Yeah. That would be that would be more interesting than anything Jason Witten will say. Do you know how many Wayans kids there were? Like just the, the like were, current Marlon Damon. More. There were five five of the kids were in show business. Uh huh. So you had all but Damon, Damon and Kim. Yeah. Then, yep. Then they had five other brothers and sisters too. There we go. Yeah, ten Wayans kids, and they're all named George Foreman. And then, and then Damon Wayans <laughs> Jr. looks exactly like his dad. Oh yeah. Hmm. So you think it'll be the Wayans? No, I Wayans? don't. I just I wonder who's going to be in the book because I do think Witten's going to be as boring as can be. How, so what's the what's the what's the shelf life of uh, Witten before? Well, that's the thing with Witten is uh, as long as the ratings stay somewhat similar, he could be around for forty years. Because he's never going to say anything controversial. He's never going to upset anybody. Aww, he's just going to be there. Le- or, I mean, Kornheiser wasn't there long. Kornheiser is the exact opposite of Jason Witten. What if he, what if he just goes Gronk? That's not what Jason Witten is, though. Like, what, like no. Gronk, Gronk, like, uh, in the game with just a microphone like, tape, like, taped yeah. to his face would yeah. be better than Jason right. Witten. But I'm saying, what if Witten, like, turns it up and, like, all of a sudden becomes this funny color guy out of nowhere? Like, Completely doesn't want eighty. Then I will. Uh, I'll come back on the show and apologize to Jason <laughs> Whitten and his family. I just don't see that happening. Um, what, any chance Romo leaves CBS? See, that could happen, right? It could be Romo. Romo it could, could be Aikman. Could be uh, like you name an old Cowboys quarterback. It could be the guy. Romo makes sense though, because those two, uh, the really, yeah. the really old pals. Yeah, A's just um, broke the news. Um, Pistons coach. Pistons coach has got rid of Stan Van Gundy. The Pistons organization got rid of Stan Van. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! He had one year left on a seven million, one year and seven million dollars remaining on his original five-year deal. We well, had like the Popovich deal where he was making all the front office decisions, and he was, so he was making all the moves. So when they made that big move for Blake Griffin, that it didn't work out. Mm-hmm. He caught it. That's too bad. I love Stan Van. He took Detroit to the postseason once in 2015 to 16. Why do you love Stan Van? He's a great coach. Hey, great b- coach, better dude. And now there's all this talk. It's again way too early baseball. Would you be worried at all if the Brewers traded for Manny Machado? No. Okay. I like where your head's at. I like that you're just going to stay the course, let it play out. Unless the Brewers pick up like uh, two starting pitchers who I've actually heard of before, I would not worry about them. And Zach Davies doesn't count. No. Um, yeah. Important. Yeah. Did you guys hear this Kanye West song where he just goes poop diddy scoop? There's a whole verse where he's where it's just poop diddy scoop diddy scoop. It's the new song Kanye was released on Thursday. I thought it was a joke. I didn't. I'm thinking I didn't, this is a joke right I now. I didn't listen to it until like yesterday, and it's. More insane than you could possibly imagine. So everybody go listen to the Kanye West Poopity Scoop song. We're going to listen to it right now. You're, you're lying. I am not. Oh, Poopity Scoop, there it is. I wish I was lying, Jay. I, w- like, I thought this was like a big internet joke. It was not. This is all very real. Come on. This is real. 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 What's Poop- the name of the song, Jay? Lift- Poopity Scoop. No, it's called like Lift Me Up. or Yeah, Lift, lift Yourself. Lift, lift yourself. yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But listen to that. Fans of the show. You, you have it? Yeah. I, I hope this is... I have it over here. Okay. I thought this was like a big internet joke. Oh, that's you. Hey, that's me. Come on, this is real. 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 Real
Is that really it, or is that just someone doing it? No, that, that, that was only 15 seconds on YouTube just saying poop diddy scoop. That is legitimately the, the last verse in this song. Here. Sweet. What? Like, it's, it's really like not a bad song up until the part where he just goes poop and he scoop for like 45 seconds. Poop, scoop dee dee whoop, whoop dee dee scoop, whoop dee dee scoop poop. <laughs> that was the best. And that's going to wrap it up yeah, for us today. Thank you, Nick, for uh, coming on the show. Uh, thanks, everybody. Follow us on. Um, on Twitter at QC Hassle. Again, thanks to Dan Vasco and KLJB18 uh, Sunday Sports for having us on last night. That was a lot of fun. Uh, Twitter, it's QC Hassle, QCHASSLE. Uh, follow myself at Jay Foss. He's at Pope John Bon Jovi. It's uh, spelled just like it sounds. He's at Shuggy Shugs. You guys have a great Monday. Have a hassle free Monday. We'll see you tomorrow. Love you, um, see you guys later. Poopity scoop it out. <laughs> Bye.